podcast <laughs> new episode <laughs> music Pictures podcast where we are going to watch every movie released by New World Pictures. This year, we are really trying to show you that we are not afraid to go deep into the catalog of New World Pictures and watch every movie they released. I'm Ryan. With me as always is Mark. And and Erica. <laughs> Uh, who let in the dog? No. I'm joining us for this episode. You know him as the co-host of the Notes for the Back Row podcast, Dan Gorman, everybody. Is that, is that bacon? I smell bacon. <laughs> yes. Yes. Every morning, every morning yeah. I make eggs and bacon. That's the healthy that's play, a healthy diet help, of a skier. Yeah, healthy yeah. middle-aged man's diet. <laughs> and then he plays his trumpet and skis the slopes yeah. at his own pace. At his own pace. <laughs> I won't do it any other way! Yeah. <laughs> what are we talking about? We are talking about a very special Canadian delight. We're mm-hmm. talking 1984's Reno and the Doc. Get ready. feet of full line skiing moguls and powder one double five triple chairs and friendly staff get you where you want to go on top the summit hot dog what's deep here i go That's right. Um, 1984's Reno and the Dock, which does not have a trailer available online. So that was a commercial for Blackcomb Mountain skiing in Whittier, B.C. But we are talking about <laughs> Reno and the Dock brought to you by Canadian Club Whiskey. Yep. The drink of choice for middle-aged Canadian con artists who have psychic connections to other middle-aged men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, this movie was di- written and directed by charles dennis who also wrote 1984's cover girl uh which we talked about on this podcast dennis started as an actor in canada um, in fact he plays delgado in this film oh. uh he's also he was also in cover girl as well and uh, reno the doc is his directorial debut after this, Dennis would go on to co-write Finders Keepers for director Richard Lester and Warner Brothers, which is based on his 1974 novel, The Next to Last Train Ride. Oh. Also in 1984, he co-wrote Screwball Academy, a.k.a. Loose Ends, which is not, despite the titles, <laughs> either of those titles, a sequel to Screwballs or its sequel, Loose Screws. It is something totally different and yet in the same vein. So 
And he has continued to write and direct short films and indie features, often with Ken Welsh. He worked with him uh, many, many times. Ken Welsh was also in CoverGirl and this. Um, and he continues to do theater in Los Angeles. In fact, according to his Facebook page, as recently as May of this year, he was in King Solomon's Treasure at the White Fire Theater in Sherman Oaks, California. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this stars, as I said, Ken Welsh, Canada's own, yeah. uh, who just passed away <laughs> earlier this year. Um, he got his start also in theater, uh, studying at the National Theater School in Montreal and then doing Shakespeare uh, in Ontario. And for he did theater for like seven or so years before he ever started doing anything on camera. Um, he's most well known for playing Wyndham Earl in Twin Peaks, though obviously we remember him from Cover Girl, where he played the all of a sudden uh, antagonist lawyer Harrison. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Um, and at this can, point, who he could forget. Who could forget? I mean, you all know this, everybody. Of course. Um, he uh, he at this point is starting transition from Canadian stuff into American features and TV. He was uh, in 1983's Of Unknown Origin, eventually yeah. Twin Peaks, and many, many other films, including Death Wish 5, um, the the most Canadian of all the Death Wishes. <laughs> <laughs> the January Man, The Day After Tomorrow, Time Cop, Survival of the Dead, and he was even the narrator in Psycho Goreman. All nice. post-middle oh. age. Nice. Yeah. He's a real middle age success story. What I like about all those movies is they could really go one way or the other. Yeah. The, I, I <laughs> like watched... the titles, they really seem like they could be really just like heartwarming love stories or like serious, mm. terrifying have, thrillers. Has anyone else seen The January Man? Uh, yes, I saw it way a long time yeah. ago, but yeah, I saw That's it. That's a perfect time. example. Okay. He could be it, like, the it goes January every man, like Lifetime movie. He's Mr. January in a calendar yeah. that it, saves the town. It it's, really does go a lot yeah, of places. It's though. like it's, serial killer, thriller, oh. drama, romance, <laughs> comedy. So he's not Mr. January that saves the town with his calendar and his good looks and smile? Mm, no. no. I mean, it's, right. it's time for us to give it a watch and see, but I don't think so. Does, <laughs> does, does he show off his ass into the January man? <laughs> uh, I don't know if Ken Welsh does, or even if Kevin Klein does. I'm not sure <laughs> if anyone shows off their ass in the January Man. It's been a while. Um, the, where to watch this, uh, Reno and the Doc? The answer is uh, nowhere. Good mm -hmm. luck. Um, <laughs> Dan has been kind enough to upload it uh, yeah. to YouTube, um, and that may be the only place that you can watch it. We watched it, of course, on this delightful VHS yeah, w with a cover that tells you exactly what you're going to watch. <laughs> if you rented it, you would, you would put this movie in and you would say, that's what I was promised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this, this one has a uh, barrel out in the middle of the snow with a bunch of uh, legs coming out. But this is like Ski Patrol. It's, it's marketing itself as like a teen sex comedy of the 1980s. Yeah. Yeah. Spoiler, it is not. Does it not say like somewhere <laughs> no. on the back, like in the tradition of Hot Dog the movie, or like it doesn't it say something like that on it? I don't know. It I doesn't it say did. this on this particular box. Okay. It's also, by the way, on the side says that it's an action film. So, <laughs> I mean, there's a lot wrong here. Um, um, but I will say that Dirk, who was on our The Great Land of Small episode, another Canadian treasure, said in his dad's video store that this was this was placed next to Hot Dog the movie. Okay. So yeah. appropriate. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Because if you were going to watch Hot Dog the Movie and then Reno and the Doc, you were watching two separate films, two entirely (laughs) different films. Mm -hmm. Not the Mm -hmm. same. And also, there's like a a ski connection with the story by Damien Lee, who's also in the movie. But Damien Lee, like, between this and Ski School, Copper Mountain, Reno and and then this, Reno and the Doc, like, had a thing for ski movies. I, I don't know much about Damien Lee other than his movies. I've seen a lot of his, his Canadian stuff. Um, I believe he was in, involved with Naw, Food of the Gods 2 of some some way, maybe directed it. But anyway, I don't know. I didn't look it up, but like I get the idea that like maybe Damien Lee was a skier or something and was just like, I love skiing. I'm going to make every movie have something to do with skiing. <laughs> he certainly went back to the slopes many times. And... Um... We'll get I mean, into uh, a little two bit. Things, two things that you really know about him from this movie is he's good at skiing and great at accents. Correct. Yeah. Very so. good at accents. <laughs> Solid. Solidly good. <laughs> so this all leads us to why Reno and the Doc, Dan? <laughs> so people listening might be like, okay, you know, Dan, Canadian movies, like may- maybe that's why i reached for this was just like ah you know can exploitation weird canadian movies that's my jam um <laughs> so the first thing people should know about me is that i'm a huge idiot <laughs> and so <laughs> my thought when i was asked to be on this which i was very excited because as an nwpp vip i was just like yes! oh, I'm, I'm so excited to be on the show <laughs> and so i my my brain was like I'm going to go look at a list of every New World movie, and I'm going to go sort it on Letterboxd by popularity, and I'm going to go to the last page, and I'm going to see what on this page I should pick. And it, and and Reno and the Doc is in the last row. Wow. Um, with, like, a movie about, like, apartheid, and I was like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not going <laughs> to, that won't be fun no, to talk about. Yeah, it's not, and then not something good. that looks like a, like, like a soft core movie. And I was like, I'm not going to bring that. And then I was like, I guess the only other option here is this Reno and the doc. Uh, and so that, and, and that I didn't even realize when I picked it, that like this was nominated for genies, which is like the Canadian Academy Awards. Yeah. Wow. Um, four nominations. What? Yeah. Yeah. And I guess like to be nominated for four genies, you just have to be a movie that was released that year. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> like, Let's see. Actors, check. Yeah. Um, they were like, 88 minutes, check. The, uh, there's, the there's Canadian an original output song. Was not that was not that uh, heavy at that point in time, 1984. Yeah. They're like, what movies oh had God, a song in this song. movie? Oh, that original okay. song. Please tell me that song was nominated. For oh, it was that, nominated. We will. Yeah. Yes. yes. The song. Yeah. Nice. The score, some of the acting. Yeah. 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 We'll, we'll go over a little <laughs> bit of uh, that later in the research. Terrific. Yeah. So that that was it. I'm curious what the softcore one is. That die watching? No, it was called Erica. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought yes! I was like, I can't bring that. Oh, <laughs> wow. Okay. Also, okay. the only other review, the review of that one on Letterbox was like, "This is a slow moving drama," and I was like, oh, "Okay, <laughs> never mind." That tracks. <laughs> yeah. Tracks all the Ericas I know. <laughs> Just just to let everybody know, this pretty much this happens in just about every <laughs> this happens slow moving and dramatic. Yeah. Check and check. <laughs> this uh we pretty much go into spoilers in almost every uh podcast that we do. And it's yeah. definitely gonna be here because frankly, it's hard to even watch this movie. So just no, you know what? Ev- everyone out there listening, pause it right now. 
watch all you know 89 minutes of reno and the dock maybe <laughs> twice if you're like me mm-hmm. and and <laughs> then me. okay then come back and press play right yeah. uh, and yeah. if not then you're just gonna have to take our word for it and quite frankly you can't refute anything we'd say we could make yeah. this all up but we're not mm-hmm. going to it's gonna sound like we're making this up yeah but we're not yeah. making this up somehow it's this movie. is actually the movie it's a movie that you want to watch twice because you think maybe I nodded off somewhere right. and I missed right. some critical plot point. Yeah. And it, so you yeah. watch it again and you realize, no, no, no. It, the That's, plot is exactly what the plot is. You yeah. are totally right, Mark, because my second time through, I was like, no, it's even weirder than I thought. <laughs> Interesting. My yeah. second time through, I kind of settled into it a little bit. And it that too and it that sort too. of it sort of like started to click in the sense of mm-hmm. like okay I can like the first time I watched it you're like yeah did somebody like sneak into my apartment and hit me in the head and that's why I <laughs> thought this movie was about like a guy who killed a horse and also a ski competition and also telepathy and also friendship and romance and love triangles <laughs> it's like it is but, it is health yeah. male health in your in your 40s that's right selling yeah. selling 50s. aluminum sl- siding or not or being any uh yeah, like owing money to a gangster or not? Yeah. yeah. The, the second time I was like, okay, I can see how like the bones of this movie is kind of a normal movie, and then somewhere along the way they just filled up the cr- the crevices with like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of yeah. that, I think it's time for us to get into what this movie is about. Gonna have to take our word for it, Mark. Let's start with you. What is Reno and the Doc about? It's uh, I uh, it's uh. Mm-hmm. What I want to say That's is what okay. they actually and say. Dan? They actually, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, they actually do have a good line in the movie uh, that that says what the movie's about. But when I first started watching it, I thought this is like the middle aged escape to which mountain set in Vancouver. <laughs> I thought, yeah, uh, and that helped me get kind of settle into a comfy beanbag chair of like, okay, let's see where this goes. I have no idea how these two guys can talk with each other. Yeah. And you know what? It doesn't matter because these are two lovable people, uh, both in after the prime of their lives. And let's see what they do. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, Dan, as our guest, what is this movie about? It's so obvious. It's about the Watergate of sports. (laughs) Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It breaks it wide open. Yeah. Um, this very mm-hmm. one specific incident. Mm-hmm. There yeah. is an informant that tells them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's true. Yeah, it's true. It's Erica, what is this movie about? To me, it was just a lesson in how easy it is for guys to become friends. Yeah. Like, yeah. ladies, we really muddy the waters. We really make it hard on each other. Just to, link up. Yeah. Just link up. Just yeah. read Get each other's on the thoughts. wavelength. Yeah, read yeah. each other's thoughts, and then, you know, when in doubt, get out your trumpet, and then yeah. your friends. I and mean, it's pals. that simple. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for me, it was like, hey, just, you know, just a note to ladies. Mm-hmm. Ladies and their over 40 friendships. Doesn't yep. have to be this complicated. I have That's a trumpet, right. you know? Come in on, fact, it some, is. I this... got some tight jeans. I'm, I can make bacon. <laughs> Look at me. I know how to make bacon. And in fact, this. this movie proves it is incredibly easy to make a very deep friendship within yeah. 24 hours. Yeah. But for me, I feel like this movie is really releases a well-kept secret, which is that 
when men reach middle age, they gain superpowers. Yeah. It's, it's like a Every Benjamin Button mutant kind of thing where we don't get it till we're older instead of in our teen years. We just any wait. Any day now, Ryan. Any day Any day. Now. Any day. Keeping my fingers crossed. Oh. Uh, I'm hopeful for you. Being able to teleport would be cool. Flying. I don't know. I, whatever happens, I'm just yeah, excited. Smell bacon. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you also get really into bubble baths. So yeah, yeah, you have that look well, to look forward to. Mm-hmm. Already done there. Already into that. <laughs> this old bubble bath guy. <laughs> That's me. Got my giant rubber ducky, and I'm yeah. ready for a bath. That's what we all say. we all say. Correct. <laughs> well, also, if if your friend that you just met 24 hours before decides to have a long winded conversation with you as you sit and said bubble bath, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, because yeah. you're yeah. that comfortable with your own skin, when, right? You know when where you are. In when you're middle aged, you take that door, the bathroom door, and you keep it <laughs> wide open while you take a bath. <laughs> I don't need to close the door. I'm yeah. in the bath. Yeah. What's the worst you're going to see? My butt. <laughs> welcome to it. <laughs> yeah, welcome to my middle aged butt. <laughs> I'm not worried about it. For the record, it's not a bad butt. Younger. <laughs> <laughs> look, I've had a look at very few butts in so far in my new world career. Yep. Mostly, la- okay. it's mostly, okay. it's mostly ladies' butts. I think meant during our marriage, but yeah, I mean, yeah. which is you know, also I mean, very, also few, very few also, butts. Really, it's just been the same person's butt. Just so you know, yeah. it's you. You're like, just um, so you know, I stopped seeking out butts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I have to review and view a it's lot part of, of our vows. It's part, yeah. of, part of our vows. One butt. I will only stare at your butt. Two eyes, yeah. two cheeks. Done. Yeah, it just it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, when you say but it I've had to see a lot of ladies' butts, so it was nice <laughs> to see a guy's butt. Yeah. I don't know, maybe that makes me butt blind, and I don't know good butt <laughs> anymore. So, <I> don't know. <laughs> right. there's there's enough though. There's the, the shirt. The, butt blind. Butt blind. <laughs> yeah. butt blind. The VHS gives you enough. Just it's fuzzy enough to yeah. make things look like that looks okay. Yeah, that looks all right. That That's looks what decent. we need for a marriage. Right, a VHS. We filter. need like VHS film. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we need glasses with a VHS filter on it. Let's get into the letterbox synopsis. We are on letterbox, Dan. I know you are on letterbox because I read yep. tons of your reviews. So give <laughs> Dan and us a follow on letterbox. This synopsis is something else. <laughs> this heartwarming adventure. Oh, true. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Tracking Deal, deals with competition and friendship. True. As it tells Mm -hmm. the story of two irascible old men who refuse to grow up. What? Did AI write that? (laughs) What happened? Did they just have bots watch this movie and then review it? I'm not 100% about heartwarming, but I'll give you that. Competition and friendship, you bet. Two irascible old men? This feels like feels it was like written by. That's a, an that's a, this feels like a younger person synopsis. Shots it's like, fired. I don't know. Box. A couple old men, and they just won't change. They're incorrigible. They're nuts. I don't know. I, one of them yeah. wants to ski. That's it. It's about I, I competition. Feel like one, one of Done. them could could be sort of construed as not wanting, like wanting to grow up. Like the doc is kind yeah, of like yeah. by the yeah. end of the movie, you gotta like get over this or that, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I would he say needs to cut out the bacon. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. I don't know about refuse to grow up though. And probably yeah. also yeah. the cigarettes. Mm. That he bums from people. 
yes, that's true. Yeah. yeah. And the guy lights it, the bartender. Oh my God, when he lights the double cigarette? When he lights both, he's like, can I borrow yeah. a cigarette? And the guy just takes it upon himself to light them both. Well, he only he's said, like, I'll have one too. Mm-hmm. I'll join you in this endeavor. Also, I'll light yours for you, which you never asked for. But I will do that. Twenty percent. Is that yeah. Canadian, Dan? You know, it, that's totally Canada. We all do it up here. We live in flavor country. It's, it's just what we do. Okay, so let's get into this. This movie starts like so many New World movies. Can I also say too, this movie is a, such a New World movie. Who else? Would have put this movie out. I know. Correct. Who else? Did you read though that this? So this was actually, um, it was created. It was produced for First Choice, which is a like Canadian now Crave. Now I believe. In yeah. Canada. Ultimately became Crave. It was at once uh, the movie network. Um, but when it first started, First Choice was like like Canada's first premium pay TV network. Okay. And so good to know. First Choice is like burned into my brain because. Um, my copy of Monster Squad when I was growing up was taped off one of their like free weekends where it'd be like, here's all of our you know movies for the weekend. And and my yes. dad would just and my mom just taped like every movie that weekend. Oh my um, God, I love it. So, yeah, it's mm. burned into my brain. First choice, the like uh, the intros and all the sort of stuff. But but uh, that was interesting to me. It just seemed like I, I guess maybe if it's pay TV, usually movies that are made for pay TV like HBO or Showcase or whatever, usually it's like there's going to be a lot of sex or action or nudity or whatever because they have to like fill, you know, they want people that are flipping the channels to be mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to watch this thing that, you know, is full of interesting and wild stuff. And it's like they went the opposite way with this movie. <laughs> They're like, let's make a, a weird, lightly dramatic <laughs> comedy about two middle-aged dudes <laughs> and <laughs> fill it with i don't know <laughs> weird things um, one guy's butt one yeah. of their butts and Correct. no other nudity yeah and what's funny is that uh again on uh, charles dennis's facebook page he said that it played on hbo for two years so mm. it goes from first choice comes over to america gets onto HBO for a, for a, a couple years and also yeah. New World Vi- uh, puts it out a New World video which by the way the uh trailer before Reno on the Dock on the VHS was for Fraternity Vacation. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I got to mm-hmm. think that this is 86ish that they release it then because okay. 85 86 because that's when Fraternity Vacation would be out on video. Yeah. So Yeah, it does feel like the the kind of movie that when you acquire for distribution you have to figure out what you're gonna do with it and they <laughs> decided skiing equals ski sex comedy even though it's not that in any sense of the way but it's like what else would you have put on the cover I don't know like the two guys like with their arms on each other or something I don't know <laughs> yeah no they they definitely in terms of trying to sell the movie they did their they've definitely locked into the ski aspect yeah and said this is what's gonna sell the movie. That's not what you're totally going to get. But um, and even if you popped it in, getting the trailer to fraternity vacation, you'd think, OK, we're we're tracking that. Right. That's yeah, a, that's Correct. right along the same Somebody line. Somebody at New World was thinking they're like, OK, trailer this movie. They're all primed and then just pull the rug out from under them with this fucking thing. <laughs> and now middle aged dudes. Yeah. You know, you signed up for that. Opens um. with a dog fart. So maybe I'm getting a comedy. I don't know. OK. <laughs> Um, it does start with uh, like a lot of New World movies with white credits over a black screen, but with a twist because we hear Doc 
in the background playing cards. And yeah. then we yep. cut to him walking out of an apartment building mm-hmm. in Vancouver, I'm assuming. Right. And so that is our first character. We get Doc. And Doc is played by Henry Raymer. He's considered the voice of Canadian broadcasting. And to that end, did several voices in um, Marvel cartoons in the 1960s, Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, Captain America. And right before this, he starred opposite Elizabeth Taylor of A Little Night Music fame and Carol Burnett in a 1983 HBO movie, Between Friends. He's also briefly in CoverGirl. Uh, If you remember, he's on the TV screen. He's the carpet store guy. That uh, where mm. Kit Paget gets her start. <laughs> right. Oh. right. All roads lead back to CoverGirl. Yeah, always. Yeah. always. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but what you quickly learn in that opening sequence is that, of course, he's been playing cards and he walks out. But you also learn that he, even though he's won and he's laughing, he hasn't made much in the way of money. Mm-hmm. Because if you listen when he's cleaning up because they're like, oh, no, we're done. And he goes, thank you, everybody. Then <laughs> I must bid this pleasant hamlet a fond farewell. The sound of the chips are those like really cheap um, mm. uh, checkerboard chips, the real plasticky ones. Oh, if sure. you're at any kind of decent poker game, you're going to have clay chips and they would make <laughs> a very different sound. So already I'm like, this guy hasn't made a whole lot of money here. Am I the only one? Did I Was I the only one that did that deep dive? Yeah. I, oh, yeah, I, I immediately also <laughs> thought that. <laughs> we all were thinking it, Mark. Yeah. Just oh, I'm sorry. this moment. I, let yeah. him have this. Not let even have me, this. Mark. That's exactly what I thought, yeah. too. We all yeah. were. Yeah. Just let uh, Mark sorry. have this I'm moment. glad you brought it up. I'm going to delete my note on it right now. Just okay. Delete it. Okay. Yeah, that, I saw him physically Thanks. Yeah. Uh, Thanks. delete that. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. But well, when he walks out, does he have much money, though? I don't no. know. It doesn't look. I mean, I'm asking Dan because Dan. Can know, knows what did you hear what I just Mark? said? Don't you, did you answer? Hear, did you hear anything I just said? <laughs> no, did, did you, we and did we you all mute agree me? with you, Mark. We all agree. <laughs> they were all two dollar bills, I think. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I, don't I know. know. <laughs> I looked like single loonies. I didn't, I don't know what yeah. they, I don't know what he had, but um, <laughs> we do then meet Reno, who's clearly living out in the woods, and he wakes up to a dog fart. Hey. Hey, Edsel, what the hell did you eat last night? And (laughs) that's when we get the first telepathic connection between these two men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's when. Yeah. Right away. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We get this sound clip. That's that's the clip that's always played when they have their connection. Yeah. And Doc checks, checks under his shoe as if he stepped. Like, it's. Only he to smells this... the dog fart. Right. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, what did I step in? Yeah. But only, um, I mean, it's you're so like, what is happening? They luckily yeah. go through and will go through this pretty quickly because I guess just because of that telepathic connection, Doc uh, drives out to the country. We have no idea why yeah. he would have Th- done that. This is but... this is so bizarre. And my note is that like so we know that they're telepathically linked because he smells the dog mm-hmm. fart and he thinks he stepped in something and then he smells the bacon and he's like, well, where's bacon going on here? And and we get these series of things. I think, I think it's also, we hear him humming the song and the other guy's like, where doc is like, where's the song coming from? And then we just cut to him, doc driving and Reno skiing. 
And I guess because he's driving and sees him skiing, they meet on a bridge. And then he's like, yeah. oh, it was you skiing? And I was like, how the hell? Like, like we get that they're telepathically linked, but they don't have any kind of like, I should follow this or anything. Like, there's no reason. Mm-mm. Like, it really doesn't lead you up to like, all of a sudden they're just having a conversation like, hello, here we are meeting. <laughs> yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm going to just I'm just going to have to say, though, it, like, so what you're saying is that we're willing to accept that he smelled dog shit. And yeah. he smelled bacon and he smelled eggs. Yeah. And he was imagining a guy skiing. But the fact that they While just fortuitous, well, they just fortuitously met up on a bridge. That's when you're like, bullshit. Yeah, that's absolutely. the part I can't. Give I can't something. <laughs> give me give me like a well, thing where like one of them is like, I'm gonna go to this store or something, and then the other guy's like, I guess I should go to this. You know what I mean? And like right, there's at right. least a, a, a well, some kind of a nugget of I don't know. The thing of it is, I, I don't is that disagree. he'll he, he he also runs out of gas. So he yeah. runs out of gas perfectly at the same spot where Reno also happens to be. Yeah. Yeah. I will say props to the movie for just getting to it. Thank, like, <laughs> yeah. thank you. Yeah, right. Don't Sorry. wait. Like they didn't waste my time. It was just yeah. like, I'm telepathically linked. Now I've met this guy that I'm going to immediately spend the night with in a cabin, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yep. yep. And also the movie wastes no time trying to explain why or how. No. No, you don't, it never that, does, right? No, it's it's yeah. totally inconsequential. Yeah. Just and I'm just going to call Charles Dennis being sort of the king of the Canadian meat cute because we had a couple meat cutes in Cover Girl as well. Like when he was, Jeff Conaway was driving and drinking and then they hit cars mm. and stuff. And yeah. so they had that moment. And then there's them on the bridge with just yeah. that idyllic view behind them mm-hmm. and just being like, hey, you know, uh, your car is out of gas, so let's drive to my house. Yeah. Yeah. Where yeah. I guess we'll sort this out there rather than yeah. to a gas station where you might, you know, get a gas can and fill up his <laughs> tank. Let's not do that. Let's go to my house. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and then on the en route, I'll just tell you about how I got divorced and my wife left me for the big city. Yeah. I'll just let yeah. you know. But I'll just get deep, deeply personal. Yeah. Yeah. I, I will say that's the, one of the other things about this movie that I sort of admire is that it does feel like it is trying to come by honestly its middle-aged guy friendship. Like, it really does feel like when they made this movie, they were like, let's make a movie about two middle-aged men who are going to like, even though it's a crazy telepathic comedy, they're going to talk about their feelings and they're going to like discuss what's going on. And it, it does kind of feel like they're like this, there's these, this kind of relationship doesn't happen in movies and we're going to do it. And then, but then there's just all this stuff around it that you're like, and that's what, this is the movie you wanted to do it in. I don't get it. <laughs> well, it would not have happened if they were in their twenties. Yeah. They would have gotten all like, well, I don't want to get into my personal stuff. I'm going to be yeah. kind of cool. I don't really yeah. know you, you know, and they're, they're in their forties and fifties. It's like, whatever. Hey, here's yeah. my whole life story. Just laid out <laughs> before we get back to my house to just hang out or get attacked by friends. I went to school with the Cucamongas. <laughs> yeah. He's here. Let's take it. <laughs> Among us, down. Yeah, like yeah. he was like, they're cool, they're fine. 
Like he's like they're all right. <laughs> what they were they intending to do with that dynamite? How and how did they end up throwing it back? It, it didn't seem like logically that made any sense. I rewound that a couple of times this morning, and he one of the guys literally goes dynamite, and he seems excited, <laughs> and then he falls down, and the other guys falls backwards, but they don't collide in any way. No. Right. That would be called a flop. Like, he right, should have yeah. been fouled mm-hmm. on that one immediately. Right, exactly. <laughs> so he falls on the ground, like, with maybe a foot between them, and the other guy right. falls backwards and throws the, the the dynamite into their car, which I have to assume is truly an accident, because maybe they didn't actually intend to blow up Reno's house, but I am mm. guarantee they didn't want to blow up their own car. Yeah. But evidently, this has happened several times because nobody freaks the fuck out that they just blew up their own car. They're right. like, ugh, darn it, foiled again. I guess yeah. we'll go home now. We'll get you yet, Reno! <laughs> and this, yeah. is a mo- this is a motif that repeats itself several times, including the very tail end note of the movie. So we're supposed to be immediately like, this is hilarious yeah and (laughs) crazy yeah it's it's it does it's one of the only elements of the movie that does seem to fit what it's selling you on the cover which is like a wacky (laughs) crazy comedy and it's like oh here come the kookamongas they're like Mm -hmm. this ragtag group of people that will accidentally blow up a car (laughs) Um, who come shooting live bullets yeah but they're just playing yeah and reno's like whatever they're all right (laughs) You're not going to call the cops? What for? The Cucamongas? Yeah, we do this all the time. We, since we were kids, we grew up together. You're lucky you grew up at all. Oh, they don't mean nothing by it. It's just a way of having fun. You guys never heard of backgammon? <laughs> and he, later on in the movie, he says, well, if I don't shoot at them at least once, they're going to get angry with me. Yeah. Well, I, I don't I don't understand. How do you win this battle? I don't right, understand right. what the end goal is. Yeah. But you know yeah i i don't know and this seems like they do get mad when one guy shoot actually shoots out the window that he spray painted yeah the first time which he was like hey and i'm like wait you're firing live rounds did you not think collateral damage was gonna happen it's gonna happen like it's gonna (laughs) happen like at some point in time listen they've got a code of conduct (laughs) yeah we're gonna shoot at each other and get pretty wild, but let's not get insane. Yeah, guys. we're not crazy. Yeah. Come on. Uh, what they don't successfully stop is the friendship between Reno and the Doc because these two are already the best of friends. And shortly after this is, I think, around the time that Doc finds out that Reno is a skier, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, yeah. and they realize like the whole kind of crux of what's going to be the rest of the plot, which is like there's some kind of a competition going on and there's money, I guess. And so Doc is like, you need to enter this because if not, there's no movie, I guess. <laughs> and we'll get money, I guess. They get money. <laughs> right. And, Re- and Reno's not having it. So in order to force him into it, he fakes a heart attack, which I think is a bold move to do yeah. in front of a guy yeah. you have a telepathic link to. That yeah. was the like, time that's when I bold, thought, dude. That was, I will interject to say, that was the time when I was like, oh, he's making this a ladies' friendship now. This is how <laughs> girls do it. We throw that kind of drama into <laughs> it of like, oh, do you think we're good friends? I don't know, I'm, but I'm yeah. dying. Should you help me? Like, yeah, I, I just thought it was bold because I'm like, how does a bold move? Reno not 
get that he's making it up since they are telepathically linked. Also, Erica, right. you can interject at any point in the show. This yeah. is also your show. Don't feel like... Oh, thank you, Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> We're only 100 episodes in. You're just figuring all this yeah, out. Thank you so much. You know, you shared a dream and we found a friendship. Can I can I interject really quick? Um, um, <laughs> no, Mark, shut <laughs> up. It's my shut- show. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I will say that is like a classic slow moving drama kind of thing that Erica would throw in there. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that is fair. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I I think one thing that's one thing we, when they established that he's faked the heart attack and he needs the $10,000 and they're going to join the ski competition. We're 34 minutes into the movie. Oh yeah. 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 Yeah, I wrote down the plot just started, and we're thirty four minutes yeah. in, and yet that those is... thirty four minutes flew by. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely hadn't checked my watch many nope. times. Nope. I was like, nope. this thing is action packed. The VHS was right. <laughs> <laughs> it is an action movie. <laughs> a couple guys shot a gun, so somebody went action. This is an action film. Yeah, they shoot at each other. That's good enough. There's skiing. What? Yeah, action. There's a lot of action. Yeah. What's scheme. the over under? You think that the person that it worked on, you know, the marketing materials watched just up to the point where they decided to do skiing because they were like, <laughs> I saw an explosion. I know it's about skiing. A dog farted and a crazy group of people showed up. This is whack. This is whack and do. You know, all the way through. I'm sure. Yeah, this is action. This is yeah. action. Yeah. It's got to be nonstop. Yeah. Relentless. You'd be honest, if they had put anything, we would have been like, comedy, drama, yeah. like, what? you didn't watch this movie. It is so many yeah. things. Now, again, we talked about this earlier. Dennis, uh, Charles Dennis wrote this. But as we said, uh, as Dan pointed out, Damian Lee came up with a story, which I cannot imagine Charles Dennis coming to Damian Lee's office and him going, I, boy, do I have an idea for you to write up. Yeah. <laughs> do you like middle-aged men? Do you like telepathy? Yeah. Do you like skiing? He's like, wait, is totally. this a trap? Yeah. <laughs> Those are a lot of real interesting yeah. questions. And he's and Charles Dennis goes, Yes, I would like to direct it, and I want you to play a role. And that's when we finally get to Gunter. Mm-hmm. And, and I just let's let's listen to this and just tell me where's he from. <laughs> this boss has gone too far. You are not going to let him enter. What's your problem, Wolfgang? Gunther, Schloss, skiing is my life. I take great pride in it. I am not going to stand by and watch gypsies, vagrants up here on the slopes. Look at those skis, they're fire traps. Mm. I'll take this one, Ryan. I'm an, <laughs> I'm an accents expert. Okay, so that's fair. I can tell you that he's definitely from Germany. Mm. <laughs> Definitely, right. huh? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Frau. Definitely looking at the slopes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would have that. <laughs> that. That is more believable. That that's yeah. German. I'm with you on that accent. I'm not 100. Give give another listen, Erica. Just give just. Okay. Blackie, right. let's hear it again. Loose. Adjust it now. So I told Blackie. I said too loose. So I told John Claude that it was not a question of speed coming down the course so much as. Excuse me. Is this where we <laughs> sign on? 
It is going in and out. Yeah. Every I mean, word Bruno's is a been different. He's stateside for a while. He's kind of fighting the accent. Uh-huh. He's definitely yeah, trying to fit in. But he's upset. He's very emotional. So the accent creeps back in. Maybe mm-hmm. he's had a couple drinks. I don't know. I'm you assuming know. Damien was uh, hired because... Not only was he head of the production company, but also he probably could ski. So I'm just assuming that 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 Mm -hmm. took precedent over his accent work. Um, Yeah. This then leads us to skiing montages. Oh, so many. One of the first of a Mm -hmm. couple. And boy, I love montages, especially this one, because this is when Reno is starting to win a bunch of races. And then you just see Delgado, who has made a bet with Doc. So he's angrily like, like... He's sharpening a pencil and breaks it angrily, which is, I mean, terrific. And then, like, he's just eating dot matrix paper, just like, (laughs) I mean, who does that when they're angry? I I love that. It's a Canadian thing. You wouldn't get it. (laughs) (laughs) You guys don't eat paper in the States? We all have reams of dot matrix paper still. (laughs) That's what this is hiding behind me on the video. yeah. Behind that curtain behind you is just, yeah. just reams of anger yeah. paper. Reams of yeah. matrix <laughs> anger paper. Yeah. And number two pencils. So totally. many number two pencils. Right. Yeah. Totally. At the end of the montage, that's when Reno has to race Gunter. And Doc tells him not to worry because Doc will be in Reno's head the whole time, which I was like, that would freak me the fuck out yeah. <laughs> like i yeah, would be like skiing and he's talking i'd be like this is so weird and yeah. i would like it, it would mess me he's up. already let him hang out during bubble bath time i don't yeah. think that him talking <laughs> in his true. head matters a yeah. whole lot yeah i think he's reconciled that he and the doc have a very symbiotic relationship at that's true and yeah. there wasn't a ton of bubbles not a ton <laughs> no. of bubbles in that that's bathtub true. so oh. you know why why yeah. would you need to you're, you're no, car- light you're bubble, so he but saw some dong. He saw some dong, is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. At, yeah. At this point, hasn't Doc already given him his hangover? And so he's going to ski with the hangover. Is this the is that is that I think this that's part? after I think, that's yeah. after this. Yeah, oh, yeah. that's Sorry. that's after Sorry the to first... jump ahead, everybody. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Mark, my God. <laughs> all the re- all the Reno heads are gonna be so pissed yeah. off that we're just <laughs> jumping yeah. around. Ooh, that's what we need to find out. That's where people need to write us and see are you team Reno or team Doc? <laughs> yeah, read the Reno heads and the Docettes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um was anyone else angry that this movie which is about two guys who have a telepathic link and one that is a ski guy didn't at any point do a thing where like I got hurt now you have to ski doc and I'm yes. gonna telepathically like I, teach yes. you yeah like, that seems like that's yeah. what the movie is gonna I'm be not about. Mad about it it didn't happen but I feel yes I'm now I'm remembering watching it that I felt like they're gonna have a like real switchies moment where he's like where doc's trying to squeeze into like, those jeans those yeah. tight jeans and like Doc it's not should have like out. won the race. Yeah. Like at the end of the movie, yeah. it should have been like, yeah. he's like never going to do it. Reno breaks his leg he, and he's like, yeah. don't worry, I got you. Like, I'll tell you yeah. when to bend your knees and stuff. Cause, and, cause I yeah. kept thinking, like, how's that going to work? What, it, what, like, how, like, what what's the point you know i kept thinking that must be what this movie is going to be yeah. <laughs> even before even before they got into the skiing i honestly it's the same thing i thought based upon the fact that doc was gambling in the beginning i thought they're going to go to a casino and yeah. doc's going to sit oh, on the other side of the table yeah. and tell reno everything that's happening or vice versa oh, yeah. and like they're going to try to like kind of thing. yeah 
But yeah. this movie yeah. does neither of those things. In fact, uh, uh, in fact, they <laughs> use their telepathy for no good reason at all, mm-hmm. except for the fact, except to meet each other. Yeah, except yeah. friendship. I guess. Except, is, <laughs> except well, and, that. And at the and, end. And sharing the, sex. And sharing sexual oh relations. God, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. More than once, right? I feel like. <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. 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 There was a real sorceress moment in this movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't. Uh, yep. yep. <laughs> Reno in the dark mm-hmm. quickly became Mira and Mara. And I was like, whoa. Yes. Whoa. What's oh happening? I'm not going to lie. It's my favorite scene. I don't want to jump ahead. <laughs> no. No. It I think is. that's about where we're at, right? Yeah. Uh, Shoot. Is it time? Uh, <laughs> is it time? Um, I mean, well, I, I would let me just really quickly say if we talk about how late this movie is, it takes us 43 minutes to get our third I lead. <laughs> yeah, right. 43 right. minutes yeah. in. Who's on the VHS finally, box, by the way? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, as the third lead, Linda Griffiths as Savannah Gates, the Sports Illustrated reporter with a hat full of pins. Yeah, and and it's oh, only my second favorite hat because my favorite hat of hers, the parrot is, one, is the, yes! the yeah, is the bird one where she's riding yeah, the, bird the visor with uh-huh. the bird and the wings. Uh, Amazing. Do you want to know something? Did you? I, I had that exact hat. What? What? Hat. Why? Wow. How? It's open where? At the top, How? So it, I mean, and you saved where did it you until get it? You have it right now, right? <laughs> I wish I had it right now. My parents <laughs> might have it. But yeah, it's uh, as unflattering as you can imagine. Uh, oh, <laughs> it tells, yeah. it sends a message. It says to everybody, hey, red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, yeah, you haven't I, seen I that hat, I chose a bird's body as a fashion choice. I have not yes, seen I that did. hat. I have not seen that hat A bird's ever. wings and face as a fashion mm-hmm. choice. Mm-hmm. Yes, I did. You got to uh, get this, that. This <laughs> is, Griffith is yet another Canadian uh, theater actor. She's another Canadian actor. They're all Canadian actors. I don't need to put that adjective in there. No, you don't need to. Uh, yeah, you she's, yet a, she's yet another theater actor. Um, she's a founding member of Saskatoon's 25th Street Theater. Oh, hmm. And she had just appeared in an episode of American Playhouse before this, as well as the 1983 John Sayles drama, Liana. Yeah. Which could be a nearly new world. Uh, mm-hmm. He actually wrote the script much earlier, but couldn't get funding for it. So hmm. not until 1983. So yeah. she she would go on to do more TV movies and appearances and TV series such as Friday the 13th, the series and Traders, a series about a Toronto based yeah. investment company starring Sonia Smith of The Pit. Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. Tra- yeah. Traders is like a classic like. Canadian, it used to be on all the time, but you never watched it show. <laughs> like it was like I I've seen the intro to Traders like so many times, and I never stuck around for the show. <laughs> like the like the original NCIS or something. Yeah, everyone's exactly. just like it's been on for I don't know twenty years, but I don't know anyone has ever seen it. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, uh, yes, yeah, whole bunch J- of people she... that love NCIS are so yeah, pissed off. Are right they're now. writing down yeah, their headphones. Like I unfollow this podcast. <laughs> including Mark Harmon, who's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> you guys talked to a Mark, I love you in summer. summer you guys school, were please. so good about summer school, but now yeah. you shit on me. Oh, oh yeah. You talked to Patrick Laberteau about summer school and said you loved yeah. it, but oh, I get on NCIS and I it can, so I could retire comfortably and you got to be a shit bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. L- Linda Griffiths was in that uh, overdrawn at the memory bank as well. Oh, okay. Um, which, which had an MST3K episode. I oh, yeah. wow. Okay. 
Yeah, she kind of did a lot of TV movies, TV series, and so that one is what I really, you know, gravitated towards because Sonia Smith, she played the Jamie's teacher in The Pit, and we just recently did that one. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, she also passed away in 2014, that is to say, Linda Griffiths. Uh, so actually, all three leads of this movie have passed on. So, Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, uh, That's a bummer. Ken just passed away this year. Henry Kramer passed away in 2009. Yeah. So yeah, well, I, that's part of, partially why I picked this movie. I wanted to celebrate their their work and <laughs> on Reading the Dock in, yeah. in memoriam. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But I also yeah. feel like as a follow up, should we do a reading of it? <laughs> can, I mean, can we I mean, get a reading? Can, can we, we get, get the script? a reading together to get the script and get uh, a reading? Together? I mean, we gotta contact Charles uh, Dennis somehow. And Charles, if you're listening, I mean, we're available. We're big fans. Erica, you don't have to jump in for like forty five minutes of the readings. So. That's right. Oh yeah. Slow and dramatic, baby. Mixing up words. Yeah. That's the part I was born to play. <laughs> I, I do think that um like shortly after the love making scene where he's like experiencing it um while it's happening is when we get our first fiasco at Saratoga reference. Which is like an ongoing reference right, about right. Like yeah. you're you're not gonna uh, Gunter's like you're not gonna bump this guy off too, right? Like Saratoga and like right, mm-hmm, right. Mm-hmm. And, and then and Doc keeps going like I keep having visions of a horse falling down. What happened mm-hmm. at Saratoga? Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, yes. right. Oh, uh, Doc's God. dark past, where he also right? then spent six months in jail. Right, as right? he talks yes. to Delgado. Who's your old man? He died five years ago. I'm running the action now. So much for a Harvard education. It's a good business school. I'm a good businessman. <laughs> you know, we use computers now. I'm thrilled. Hey, I'm not mad at you. I'm the one got it in the neck that time. I'm the one that served six months. In a country club. Come on. The old man lost a bundle, but he never blamed you, Doc. He loved you. This this sort of criminal past mm-hmm. is sort of constantly chat to chatted yeah. about. Yeah, uh, we, we can wait till the end to reveal. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if we want. Oh, uh, go ahead and reveal it. Let's reveal. You it. Want to reveal now? Because yeah. it, it, it does turn out later that Doc was a vet and he killed a horse accident. Well, not accidentally. Well, kind of accidentally. He poisoned him on purpose mm-hmm. in order to make the horse lose so that he could like somebody could win and he was going to get a bunch of money for that but then accidentally mm-hmm. the poison accidentally killed the horse i don't know uh right. poison usually does that <laughs> right. why didn't you just uh, give the horse like diarrhea jesus yeah. poison yeah I know. just give that horse a bunch of fettuccine yeah. alfredo that yeah. can't work yeah. out yeah. You know? yeah put a couple eye drops in his water that's all you got to do oh just, that's yeah. a lot easier <laughs> doc was like i I'm over here hand making pasta. Yeah. Doc Doc went through and made all that pasta. Was like, I'm not giving this to a fucking horse. I'm eating this shit. (laughs) My eyes are dry. Oh, I dry. (laughs) They really tease it out too throughout the movie. He's running it through like a pasta maker. (laughs) He's like, wait. Eye drops? Poison? He's oh got a, my like, god. Grandma's I, recipe. It's like an old like I took a, I took a six week course in Sicilian <laughs> cooking in order to kill this horse. This is I really could have this could have been so yeah. much simpler. <laughs> we all know that that's you know, ravioli 
horses. They just don't go together. No. <laughs> right. you guys. But these are some things I love. <laughs> things I hated. Yeah, let's start talking about the things we love and the things we hated about Reno and the Doc. Mark, let's start with you. What's something you love? Uh, I love that we don't at any point and we don't ever really understand Doc's motivations. <laughs> and arguably right. savannah's either was she married to him was that a joke they never clarify yeah. is she is she really does she really have oral dyslexia or is she really is she even really a sports writer yeah. not clear is Doc yes, still they do, tr- they do get the article like he she brings him oh, the, the article at, at, yeah and then he says i gotta go upstairs and get it because it's in the bedroom. Right, but it was all chewed up by the dog. They never got that prop. They never made that prop. That's in the bathroom. But they also, even at the end when Doc gets the money, does he really, is he going to do right with the money? Are they Mm. all getting in the car and everything's going to be okay? Or are they moving on to the next scam? Like, you never really, each character you're learning about through the entire 89 minutes and you feel like there's another 89 minutes to learn the rest that yeah. they never yeah. get to. Um, yeah. And I actually kind of liked that because I felt like this movie never had, it never had, it wasn't like three uh, three chapters or whatever. It never had a beginning, middle or end. It could have yeah. ended at any time. And I would have yeah. been like, that was a suitable ending for this movie. <laughs> yeah. It sort of begins in the middle and ends in the middle. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That's and like life, like, man. <laughs> <laughs> middle age. That's middle yeah. age. Middle age, baby. <laughs> yeah, because at the end, like, you know Doc is going to, like, he gets all that money from a bet. He's going he to blow it. He's, He's going to screw it. it all up. He's going to blow it. Right. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, and is is Reno's ex-wife going to come back? Is she going to be pissed mm. that he's with Savannah? Is Are they even together? I don't know. I really don't. All I know from Savannah, where's she, the dog? She confirmed to me right. that 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 uh, professional athletes are really into orgies. That's the only thing that mm-hmm. I definitively learned from her. Well, that was on the box, Mark. They yeah. showed you oh. that on the box. This oh, is, see, see, yeah. <laughs> everything you need to know is just barrel. is just from the box. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dan, what is something you loved? Uh, I I love that. It took 47 minutes or 46 minutes to get to that song, A Little Piece of Forever, oh, that was yeah. nominated for a genie. A little piece yep. of forever. Yeah, I love that they make you wait for it. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, they, do, they really is, do. Yeah, and I also kind of, I don't know, the first time I watched this, I was really just like, what the hell was that and who is this for? Um, yes. It's a very who is the person that this movie is made for like well, who were they thinking of when they put all this together but the second time i watched it i was like you know what it's kind of endearing that they decided not to do any of the things that you think it'll do you think it'll be telepathy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and he'll have to do the race because the other guy that is the racer can't they're like no that's too interesting we don't want to do that <laughs> you know also uh, we don't have another stunt person that will match yeah. doc's physique so <laughs> right. that can't be done yeah anytime the movie is like this is the the thing that you would expect in a movie to happen it's like uh how about this instead <laughs> yeah very yeah. true and absolutely i feel like true. that's that's absolutely true of cover girl as well yeah uh, your mileage will vary for both films, but the the point is is that it does seem like that's kind of a thing where they they will have Covergirl did not go anywhere I ever expected it to go. Yeah. And yeah. this one does not as well. 
Very true. Yeah. Erica, what's something you loved? I think for me, I loved, um, I love Linda Griffiths being added and I love that character. It was actually really refreshing for me to have a female character in a new world movie who was weird and quirky yeah. and awkward. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and just for, for, you know, the love and for her to be the love interest and not yeah. be just this standard, gorgeous, very good looking in excellent shape. Not to say that she isn't good looking in an excellent shape, sure, but right. you know, there's a, there's a theme yeah. and a standard sure. for new. She feels like a real they're... person. Yeah, she exactly. Yeah. And when she's writing <laughs> well, yeah. at home, she does wear her weird bird hat because that's just <laughs> her writing hat. I loved that. So for me that I, everybody wears hats in this though. Everyone's got hat game. Everyone's got a hat yeah. game. <laughs> yes. The hat game is strong. But to just have someone that felt very real mm -hmm. be in it as the love interest was very refreshing for me. When she takes that. the wrong turn in the restaurant and then he yes. finds her just hiding out just in the stay kitchen. Just in there. I, it, was, <sighs> it was really vulnerable and touching. And I was like, wow, yeah. this movie, for being really fucking weird throughout, it's a very real scene of someone yeah. being like, I, I would have totally done that. Been like, well, I can't go out now. Right. I'll look yeah. like an idiot, so the, I'll just stand yeah, here. Yeah, I'm just going to stay back here. Yeah, I yeah. love that too, Mark, because I love that whole scene because she they're talking and it's they're at dinner and it's like very close back and forth on close-ups and she starts pouring out her heart about like her, mm -hmm. you know, uh, anxiety and how yeah. she feels about things. And then it cuts to him and he's holding a kebab and he's been <laughs> casually eating a kebab the yeah. entire time. Yeah. I was, I fell out. I rewound it for Erica's like, he's been eating a yeah. kebab. And then he chases her. When he goes her. to look with her, he takes the he kebab. He takes the kebab with him to yeah. follow her into the kitchen. He's like, I'm he not going to put yeah. this down. This yeah. thing is tasty. And when he jumps across the kitchen, like, butcher table to, to get to her he hands her the kebab first yeah she can hold yeah it and then he I just, let me the climb table. over hold the kebab i need to uh, eat this kebab while we talk because i'm not gonna stop eating this kebab <laughs> i was like yeah. are you you're kidding yes. me that is amazing I, yeah yes. i don't think i've ever seen a movie that is as weird as this and also as seemingly trying to have those kinds of mo like human yeah yeah yep. like yeah. it really is and and the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, do I love Reno the dog? Like, <laughs> right? Or do Dan, I hate it? I don't know. <laughs> I, no, Dan, I feel the same way. When it first started, I was furious because nothing yeah. makes me angrier than just <laughs> one, you know, solid color names, white names, red names, whatever, over a black screen. I get instantly you furious. You instantly said you quit. You I was like, I quit. I was like, I yeah. resign. Call Mark. I'm done. I resign. What a hell of a podcast to be on with that. <laughs> <laughs> but it... By the end of it, and even after it started, I was like, what is this movie about? Like, who is the audience? And by the end of it, I was like, damn it, Reno and the Doc, do I love this movie? <laughs> yeah. I mean, Shoot. to Dan's point, like, for you to try to have these, like, very serious, as they mentioned mm -hmm. in the synopsis, melodramatic moments, yeah. these moments of, like, true drama between these characters, and they're like, we've gotten you here yeah. by having a telepathic link between two <laughs> strange middle-aged men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. One of whom decides to con the other into suddenly becoming a giant ski star mm -hmm. that he's yeah. never prepared for right. other than just being a great skier his whole life. Right. And they're like, we've, you're on board, right? 
Yeah. We it, can have this moment. Yeah. Like it's it's kind of like It's weird. They've also somehow got the local bartender and the tailor to join in their Everyone's in their in. enterprise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's really it's really wild. There's a scene at the end of the movie where where Doc is in the hospital and he gets like a pep talk that I alluded to earlier where it's like you know, Reno is skiing and like, you need to go support and you need to like get over what you're going through and all they're like all these, like, and, and it's like the, the silliest, weirdest plot that you just described. And yet it does make sense that like that character needed that person to tell him those things right, right. to like mm-hmm. make the end of the movie happen. You're like, wait, <laughs> did Reno <laughs> the doc just pull a magic trick on me? <laughs> And now, like, I agree, and this is, like, a the character-wise, it makes sense. Like, I don't know. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It, no, you're it right. It left me feeling weird. It was like, what? Is, what? You uh, like, want to be like, like, hey, wait a minute. That yeah. is appropriate if I think about yeah. all the things. I mean, you have to put everything in context. But, yeah, that yeah. does make sense that that would happen with these two characters. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay, for me, I've already mentioned the kebab. I also, I love any movie where they mention the title in dialogue in the film, and it does mm-hmm. it in this. The music of this, as we've oh, sort of talked about. Yeah, the music's So the music for this has a real 1980s sitcom vibe. Yes. Uh, but it does have this hit track, A Little Bit of Forever. Yes, this one. That you think, one. you think is the theme to Tootsie at first? Yeah. <laughs> Nominated for a genie. <laughs> Lifetime Starshine. That's not the second verse. Lifetime Starshine. Yeah. I mean, it's also about uh, like how you feel like your life's over and yet it all is starting again. And it's. Yeah. And it's That's I, life, man. I dare you to listen to that whole song and then walk away and have it not be burned <laughs> oh, into your brain for seriously. the rest of the night because yeah. it was as soon as I watched the movie. It's, I, we, we it's closed another the movie. magic trick. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because yeah. The, that opening of the song, I was like, this is a bad song. They're not good singers. And then by the middle of the thing, I was like singing along. I was like, this rules. Yeah, yes. this is like my jam now. And yeah. I we finished the movie and went into our bedroom, Eric and I, and I started singing it out loud. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. like, it's just in my head. And I naturally got out my trumpet. And she was like, <laughs> and, I, and so we just, you know. <laughs> Because we were on the same wavelength at that point. <laughs> well, and they introduced this song, at least a long form of it, during a montage of Reno and Savannah yeah. skiing. Yeah. But yeah. you've just yeah. met Savannah. The, the and they're meet, th- yeah. And the theme, the song is talking Another about... Another meet-cute. When you meet, yeah. yeah, when you meet somebody and they change your life and they find... And I'm like, are we talking about Doc? Because yeah. he doesn't really know yeah, Savannah yet. he doesn't yet. know Savannah yet. So yeah. who are we... Is yeah, this the, a Doc and him song? The song is telling you what's going to happen next. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Because he but also doesn't even the, know what's her. But it's, it, the song is in the past tense. Yeah. It's prognosticating. <laughs> yeah. Because when they stop skiing, he's like, whoa, that was you or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Right. That was you up there? Are you going to get all sexist on me like all the other F.A.s? What's an F.A.? Famous athlete. I ain't famous. You will be when I'm finished with you. All right, let's switch to things we hated. Mark, let's start with you. So I am I have to say, I agree with everything that you all have said. I 
if I, we haven't got to whether this queefs or not, but I I found that this movie we have this movie Mark, you're, you're correct. This movie put me under its spell, and at first I was full of question marks, and then I was I just everything made sense. I loved all the characters. I wanted this movie to keep going. Wow. And, and, wow. and the only oh thing the only thing I hated is there's no 2K restoration of this. Yeah. That I can yeah. really yeah. sit down, get a little director's commentary, maybe, or some behind the scenes stuff. Like yeah. how tell me how this came together. Give me the story behind this. That's right. yeah. that's the like I, was it was it supposed to be a Damien Lee like ski boner jam? And then <laughs> they were like, let's actually layer in all this relationship yeah. stuff and get rid of some of that. And it just became a weird movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like it may be, you may be right. And I think it may have been that to start, but once Charles Dennis worked on it. That's when it became like, no, no, no. What people yeah. want to see on first choice, this paid channel yeah. is just a couple of middle-aged guys learning, you know, yeah. learning to be friends. And it sort of and makes sense that it's not with. like like rated R kind of stuff, because that is the kind of movie that you can play like all day on HBO, you know, and like yeah. anyone will watch it. There's nothing risque in it. <laughs> Except for a butt. It does say in the box, yeah. some material may not be suitable for children. It does. And in brackets, a butt. There yeah. is an Basically a butt in the first five minutes. Oh yeah. <laughs> mm, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Um, so you didn't hate anything? No. Okay. Only that there's not a 4K restoration. Okay. All right. Yeah. And well, he said 2K. He'll start with a 2K. He's not getting I'll greedy. Say, I, oh, I'm sorry. He's not getting greedy. Get greedy. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Though, if Vinegar Syndrome wants to do a 4K of this, I mean, I'm Please. like, well, why don't we Please. go 2K at this point? Just go full 4K. That's true. Yeah. Why not? Let's go. Why not bump let's it? Let's go. Yeah. Put him in one of those awesome magnetic cases. Like, let's yeah. just really yeah. do 5K. it up. One for... more. <laughs> <laughs> We're not let's even go to the future. We're not yeah. even there yet, but let's go. Let's there. go. Let's go. Um, yeah. Dan, Dan, what did you hate? At uh, I mean, similarly, similarly, I hated the like magic trick it kind of pulled on me <laughs> because the first time I watched this movie, I hated. It. I was like, "This sucks and is weird and dumb." <laughs> and <laughs> and then so and so the second time I watched it, which was admittedly like a second monitor experience while I was working and I was watching the movie and like listening to it sometimes. And but I was like f- surprised that I was like having seen it once. I followed along the second time and I was like, oh, yeah, and then this is gonna happen. I remember that. <laughs> and yeah, it's like one of those things where I, I can't say that I loved it, but like after I watched it the first time, I was like, I will never watch that movie again. <laughs> and then <laughs> I watched it the second time and I was like, was that a delight? <laughs> and I hate that it made me do that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Now, had you you had never seen it up until now, right? This never movie? seen it, never heard wow. of it. And like Mark, I said, it was yeah on the bottom of the list. And Mark, have you you have seen this before? I had this, never seen no? it, but I had heard about it because Justin had it when you guys were in college, and yes. he would always talk about what a piece of shit it was and how they how like he yes. could never finish it. So that's I want, all we, I knew about it. I watched it with him back then in college mm-hmm. because he bought the tape. Now I have relayed this story to him and he has refuted it and said, <laughs> no, I never showed you Reno on the dock. And I said, that's the only way I would know of it is because you bought. Don't you, don't you dare say I've seen Reno on the dock. <laughs> Cause he, he would buy any VHS he could find with the, with the new world logo on it. 
Mm-hmm. And so he bought this one. I was like, let's watch it, dude. And I was like, why? And he was like, we're sitting down. We're watching it. So I did. And I was like, that was horrible. And then I told him later. And he said, no, that must have been Mark. I never showed you that. No, I never had no. that. And I'm like, no, I'm no, almost. Did. I don't know how I would have. I, I could not. No one just goes, I saw Reno in the dock. And I have distinct memories of it. And they made that up in their own mind. That didn't happen. Um, all right. Uh, Erica, what is something you hated? This is going to be controversial, friends, because you guys now Uh-oh. unabashedly Uh-oh. love this movie. Uh-oh. I did not enjoy the friends. The Cucamongas. No, mm-hmm. yes. I, I yeah. did not yeah. enjoy no, that. I agree. Yeah. No, that's, I agree. Pretty, that's pretty bad. It doesn't yeah, it make any pretty bad. sense to me. It just, I don't know. It didn't really add anything. It didn't add an element of danger. It didn't no. add an element of, I, I think that maybe the point of them was to show like Reno hasn't grown up. He still plays yeah. like mm-hmm. childish games with his friends, but well, that's not I, the only thing too. That isn't grown up. As we've talked about, he takes a bath with a, with a rubber duck. Right. Mm-hmm. He requires his now new girlfriend to wash him for himself. He then sleeps with a stuffed pig. Yeah. I just, like he is like, a man child, right? Yeah. Like, so I didn't think the friends added anything to that. Yeah. I think it to me it would have been more effective to have them go like, come on, we're gonna go shoot up X, or we're gonna go yeah. rather than them like destroy his own house. Yeah, that I part felt, was like, very confusing. Just didn't yeah. make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, they're also kind of like, is this racist? Yeah, you know? <laughs> it's yeah. very yeah. kind of like very yeah. questionable. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and only one scene of uh, light '80s homophobia. That's mm-hmm. something that you can hate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely <laughs> that line. They, yeah. they, I don't, they, I don't know how light that is. I yeah, mean, yeah. <laughs> seemed pretty he, he, straightforward. I guess just light compared to some other movies where they'll drop really harsh uh, yeah. slurs. Sure. Where you're sure, like, sure, sure. <laughs> you're like, ouch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They move past it pretty yeah. quick. He I guess. almost seems to go past it immediately. Like he drops like. The Gaysler, and then immediately goes, "Hey, look over there!" Like it almost yeah. is like he it, himself as the actor was like, "I'm going to say the line, but then look, look, let's yeah. just ignore that I did that let's and not, do something yeah. else." Yeah, let's not. Um, but yes, those things are also things I those hated. Things are I, hateable, yeah. So I would just say that I think they go a little heavy on her oral dyslexia towards the latter mm, yeah, end of the do. movie. Yeah. They start like it starts becoming every punchline, mm-hmm. yeah. and it yeah. starts becoming like, uh, "Okay, guys, like it." All they right. thought it I was mean, funny. They thought it was really correct. funny. It's been a schedule pleading with you. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, let's move on to our favorite scene. Mark, what's your favorite scene? Um, my favorite scene is the skiing montage. Uh, when uh, Reno's out there uh, doing, get getting, going through all the competitions. First of all, we have this in the background. Yeah. I mean, I'm pumped close to it right now. Mm-hmm. But during mm-hmm. that, we have we have just hard cuts of like ski jump, blonde ski bunny that isn't in the movie at any other time, handwritten names on a leaderboard, Reno going for a jog, which we never see him run before, more <laughs> ski jumping, eight right. by ten computer printed signs that say Aspen. Pissed off Gunther, more ski jumping, handwritten <laughs> veil sign, more ski jumping, another ski jump, more Gunther, more handwritten leaderboards, bar guy slaps the newspaper and so stoked 
that 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 Reno's doing well. Then another ski jump. Then Doc has a cowboy hat and a cigar and is on the phone. Don't know where that came from. More ski jumping. Taylor kisses a picture of Reno, skiing some more, bartender holding a calculator and smugly counting, like, oh, we're making money. Then Reno's <laughs> dancing anything. He's just <laughs> calculating the, the stuff for the bar that day. Then Reno dancing with skis on his shoulders and oh. then more skiing and a freeze frame where Doc pours champagne in Reno's eyes and when it freeze frames, Which he's would, wincing yeah, in pain. Yeah. Oh, it would hurt so bad. That would hurt so bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, that is an incredible montage. Of yeah. Totally. Scenes. Totally right. Totally right. I, I have to say too, I loved that bartender at the very tail end of the movie when, when spoiler Reno wins the last race. I mean, who saw that coming? Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, and all, and he's there at the end and there's doc and uh, there's Savannah. And then the bartender's there. I'm like, why <laughs> right. him? Why, why is he there? I was like, yes, he's there. Like we haven't even cut back to the, to the Taylor guy. Like we, yeah. but there's bartender just happened to like, oh, I got to be there for the final race and I'll be right there to congratulate you. I just love that. That guy, kind of a a low-key MVP of the film. Yeah. Uh, Dan, your favorite scene? I mean, the montage that was just described was going to be my pick. Oh, Um, wow. Nice. Nice. Yeah. I, I will say one of the things that I also kind of was a little disappointed with was the quality of the skiing. I wish there was more better skiing. Yes. I've, I've, I've seen some yes. movies where they are like 90% skiing. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. And th- there was some movie that I watched recently. I wish that you remember. And end of the run or end of the line or something. I don't know. Anyway, nobody's seen it. It's on, on Letterboxd. had like zero views. It was literally like somebody took a bunch of footage from like a ski video and then just put some people hanging out in like a chalet in between it. And I was <laughs> right. like, I don't care. Cause the skiing was great. It was like flips and tricks and stuff. Nice. And I just felt like the skiing in this was a little bit like, except for in that montage, it really kind of all comes together. So hmm. that was kind of why yeah. maybe that was a very memorable moment, but picking a picking a favorite scene is very hard because there's just every scene is a low hum of, of like, <laughs> LSD, like what is going on? <laughs> yeah, that like, is did somebody so dose me? I don't understand. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like, how do I pick a favorite out of this hodgepodge of insanity? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, Erica, your favorite scene? Uh, God, easily when they're back at Reno's house, cabin, whatever, and he busts out his trumpet. Mm-hmm. to just play his trumpet <laughs> near the fire because that would be so loud. So like, loud. Even if so you're trying loud. to quietly play the trumpet, it's such a loud instrument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, and imagine not... you met somebody for the first time yeah. and you're hanging out with them alone and then they pull a trumpet out. They pull you're a like, trumpet out. They just have is, a trumpet like, this is... available. Yeah. Yes. And you're like, yes. I'm in your house. My car yeah. is out of gas. Right. I have no choice. It's... Luckily, yeah. he plays very oh, well, God. but you're like, I've, I lost it. It wouldn't matter. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter if you're good or bad or whatever. Just imagine like... a loud brass instrument <laughs> in your face. Like, yeah. it's, it's not well, like a quiet and you're, like and a you're piano where like, you can tinkle. You thought I would be up for this yeah <laughs> right yeah right. and i yeah. have and to even, imagine from being in band like 
you're, when you're used to playing alone, you play at whatever volume you want. So he 100% started that trumpet at top volume. No, for sure. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, sure. oh, 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 let me... I do love in movies when somebody does something like that and they're like, and it's kind of like the, the like under the unsaid thing is like, Oh, sorry. Like I do this all the time. Like when I'm just alone, I'll just, I'll just blow on the trumpet yeah. a bit. I just, <laughs> oh, it's just a thing I do. <laughs> also What's... then doc starts singing along and he yes! would have never heard him. It would have been like, oh, hey, why aren't you singing? I am, but you're blasting a fucking yeah. trumpet in my face. Mm. I can, you right. can't hear it. Right. right. Also, like, that's not an instrument that you're like, oh, cool, I'll sing along. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, <laughs> 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 a little piece of forever. Can you hear me, Reno? <laughs> so yeah easily my favorite scene easily hands down well loved it i've already alluded to this but my favorite scene is the most awkward which is the one where reno has sex with aggie oh Oh. that's your favorite scene because it is shared and doc is at the bar and they are having that shared experience because he's telepathically linked with them yeah and it's so weird it's so weird Mark right. called it. It's totally like a scene out of Sorceress for sure. But that yeah. is explained because that's twins. And as we all know, twins share a, a telepathic link between twins. That's standard. Yeah. That is standard yeah. issue. What is this? Cheech and Chong? Corsican brothers? I mean, that's standard. And the, he's having like the other thing that's cr- cracking me up is that she's lying on him in such a way that it would be impossible for them to have sex for a half of it, but they're gyrating anyway, as if they are engaging in mm. the act. It's, it's just you, not possible. You don't, you don't know that they weren't dry humping. Yeah. Which is maybe <laughs> part of it for Reno. Maybe that's part of the thing. <laughs> then they, then he, you know, then they get in a more traditional position. And meanwhile, doc is having to like, I don't know, like start expressing his pleasure out of it in front of the bartender who was staring at him, enraptured during this whole thing and it's just like it and then asked for the cigarettes and he lights both cigarettes for him i it's just this is the weirdest scene let me ask you this in lighting now that i'm thinking about it in lighting the two cigarettes do you think this is something this bartender seen before i know right (laughs) everyone that comes up in this part of the country that's, that's everybody what, orgasms know, at my bar. Get... Let me just get two ciggies ready. <laughs> and my paper. <laughs> Boy, that kid's a comer. Let's get into final questions. These are our final questions for Reno and the doc. Was Reno uh, at some point a train conductor? <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 Uh, I, I mean, but maybe for like one of those like little trains that you ride in at the zoo like i don't think it was a real train yeah it was yeah a it's, train trains in his basement it's like he <laughs> right. he went to like one of those kind of like a train exp- exposition for like kids like yeah. one of those train yeah. expos for like, like the children. one by and, the griffith observatory where he just got <laughs> right goes like train town <laughs> train town yeah. and travel town come on travel guys. town pardon me um Jeez. all right um what computer program is delgado using to look up reno after he sees him oh my gosh yeah yeah. jeez he looks Uh, up and says who is reno (laughs) 
Like, who is Reno Cold? Basically, yeah. like, who is like, Reno yeah. Cold? And he's like, not enough information or yeah. whatever. I'm like, what program is yeah. that yeah. in that 1984? Was, uh, yeah. That was the alpha release of Google. Uh, <laughs> 0.01. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Came on 29 floppy disks. And yeah. It didn't have a lot of information. <laughs> yeah. Doc's uh, hangover cure, which we sort of, I think, touched on very briefly, is a cold shower. Has that mm-hmm. ever worked for you? It helps a little. <clears throat> I don't think that I've given that one a try, to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. Ever. I don't, I, I don't. Yeah. I've had friends that swear by they would do that, but they would actually sit down in the shower. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Mm. They would be like, oh, I'm hungover. And, and I like sat down in the for shower. Like a, for like a shame shower. <laughs> in for a cold, one of those yeah, shame showers like, when you sit yeah. and just like, it just hits you straight on the head. Like, yeah. Like, shame on you. <laughs> and, and apparently for a couple of my friends, they, they, they did that if they were hungover. Yeah. Huh. Wow. Because. Reno picks up the hangover uh, for Doc, yeah. and he doesn't yeah. drink, and then he takes a, sh- a shower, and then he's back on the slopes, and he feels great. And I'm like, I've, number one, never rebounded that quickly no. at all, and two, I've never done that with a cold shower. I don't think that it was yeah. like, all right, well, we'll yeah. pass that. Yeah. Hangover you know? cures in movies are never good. It's yeah. it's like, we got to get you a cup of coffee. And I'm like, that would be not a good idea, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Now I'm nauseous and awake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and my stomach feels like shit. Even yeah. more so. This is perfect. All right. Watching um, someone watching someone sitting next to a plasma bag for a half hour while they get fluids dropped into them is not necessarily <laughs> going to be very entertaining. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's Mark's only cure. He has well, a it, fridge it, stocked it, with plasma bags just yeah. just in case he ties one on one night. There are people that will order that though, delivered, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, they do. <laughs> They yeah. even in Vegas, you have the trucks you can go to, and they'll, they'll yeah, open an yeah. IV, get you get you hydrated again. Wow, Just a bunch of vitamin C or something. Mm-hmm. Speaking of that same scene, Doc says that once Reno has a cold shower, he's going to quote ski like a bird. End quote. Is that a good thing? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's what they're doing in the sky. They're skiing in the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. majestically. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Yeah, think about my 20-year-old cockatiel on skis, just soaring down the mountain. He would flip out and would immediately (laughs) fall off and then would just cry out. Yeah, would just scream. Someone come get me. Uh, I just And I would have to go get him because I'd already be in the hat. Right. So (laughs) you'd have that visor on. But you would be in your writing. You'd be like, damn it, I have to stop writing. Uh, Slowly and dramatically go get him. This could totally split us, but if we can just take a listen to a couple of these clips here, I just want us to figure out which song do we think is better? A Little Piece of Forever or Reno's Song? Which one do you think? Let's just hear a little bit of each. So smooth. 
Yeah, it's smooth, but he's a little flat. Am I the only one that's hearing that? Well, that's no. that was what I was saying before. Like, I was like, I don't think this is a good singer. How? Why was this nominated for a GD? But then by the end of the song, the bass line is smooth. Yeah. yeah oh, it's very smooth. I dare you to not hear that song going forward yeah, <laughs> in all that over. you do. I'm too busy listening Night to this one in my head. This is so tough. Grandpa. <laughs> the grandpa that got screwed over by the linoleum salesman? I think this one, but it wins me over with the terrible drum machine. It's it's a tough call. It's so tough. This is gonna be tough. This is gonna be tough. Uh, it's, it's tough because these are yeah. a couple banger tracks. Two good jams, yeah. Yeah. Okay, Mark. Let's. What do you think? What do you think? Which one? No, Reno's theme, definitely. Reno's song. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Dan. I almost said Reno's song, but the bass line in in another piece of forever is just so smooth. It's mm. almost undeniable. It's pretty. Mm. I have to. I have to. It was not yeah. Reno's song was not nominated for a genie. Okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Mm. that's true. That's true. Important to note, yeah. Erica. I mean, I think you know where my allegiances lie. A little piece of forever. No, you know it forever. Um, <laughs> I I hate to split the jury, but I love that jam of Reno's song. I'm gonna think we're gonna be splitsies on this. It's gonna be up to you guys out there you're gonna need to write yeah. us and tell us which one you think yeah. is best reno's song or a little piece of forever they're both pretty jam and try i just they're pretty yeah. great they're pretty great i don't know lifetime star shine <laughs> oh he can't beat that line <laughs> <Come on. laughs> all right it's true, it's true. <laughs> let's get into some research real quick this was the i believe the first movie produced by rose and ruby productions um did they who- make more they did. Uh, okay. Guess who's in charge of Rose and Ruby Productions? That Damien Lee. Damien Lee. <laughs> um, they would actually follow this with the aforementioned Loose Ends, a.k.a. Ski Academy, I believe. And they would go on to make another ski movie, which we've already talked about with Ski School, starring our pal Patrick Labrateau. And they would also, who, they'd also make National Lampoon's Last Resort, which Patrick Labrateau co-wrote with Damien Lee. It was intended to be scuba school, as he told us in our interview with him, <laughs> um, because they were making ski school and they were trying to make a, a you know series. But then the mm. National Lampoon name became very affordable to put onto your movie, and then it became a Corey movie, and became you know what it is today. Why couldn't they just call it National Lampoon Scuba School? <laughs> it's a really good question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. This all they also put out 1988's Watchers. And yes. Abraxas, Guardian of the Universe. Yes. With Mark's former governor, Jesse the Body Ventura. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my former governor. He's yes. your former governor. <laughs> your personal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually, Damien Lee actually also directed Abraxas as well as Ski School. And he basically writes, directs, produces, or some combination of all three in all of those productions. He's still working today. I. I Rose and Ruby Productions, I don't think makes it past the early 90s. But um, as we mentioned, this was nominated for Genies, four Genie Awards in 1985. Best Actor, Kenneth Welsh. Best Actress, 
Linda Griffiths, A Little Piece of Forever, Best Original Song, and Best Original Score by Betty Lazenick. Rolls off the tongue. Rolls off the tongue. (laughs) Uh, She also wrote uh, the two other songs as well, Betty does. And Charles Dennis does the lyrics, at least, for A Little Piece of Forever. Yeah. So the best song, I mean, it's hard to believe it lost, but it did lose (laughs) to a song from a woman in transit called Touch Me. Mm-hmm. Um, which is written by a couple of different people. Bullshit. And the, <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. People wrote That's it. Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. It was up against another uh the dog who stopped the war had a bunch of stuff this year, which is a uh one of the um the Tales for All t- uh oh, cool. series of, of yeah. movies, which was uh you, you did yeah, the one the Great Land of Great Small. Land of Small. Yeah, yeah. Great Land of Small. And we will yeah. have a couple others to do like the peanut butter solution and tadpole and the whale and peanut butter solution is fucking crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually seen that one. I That's one seen of the ones that Erica's actually seen. It was, actually seen. I think caused it a lot even. of nightmares. Yeah. <laughs> yes. a real it is kin- actually a terrifying yeah. premise. Yeah. 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 Uh, okay. Speaking of Charles Dennis, I was looking on his Facebook page and I saw a little chunk that he mentioned about Reno and the doc in one of his entries. Now, I'm assuming I can share this because we're not friends on Facebook, but it was still yeah. something that I could look at. Must be public. It's So it's made public, yes. Yeah. So he mentions this about, and I believe he's writing a little bit post Ken Welsh's passing. So he talks to him about how he met him doing theater. And then he says, 15 years later, I directed him in my first movie, Reno and the Dock. Kenny was nominated for a Genie Award as Best Actor. We had a ball making this film on location in Whistler until Reno's truck was stolen for real. (gasps) We were halfway up a mountain shooting the climax of the movie when my AD informed me of this fact. The producer said we'd have to wrap till the truck was recovered. Instead, I commandeered a Cadillac convertible that was going down the steep incline. Problem solved, I thought, except Kenny refused to drive it. Why? It wasn't Reno's car. Hmm. Hmm. My uh, God, Zooks, he says, my buddy was going method on me and the sun was sinking fast. What was I going to do with a stubborn and unpredictable actor? My brain kicked in. I explained that the convertible was a birthday present to him from Doc. Okay, said Kenny. Let's do it. Problem solved. In actuality, it ends up being a a birthday present to Doc. To Doc, yeah. Yeah. And he said, it's not my birthday. And he's like, it is now or whatever. So. But yeah, that is a little, the closest we can get, because believe me, I searched high and low for stuff about Reno and the Doc. It is, it's just not around. In fact, Charles Dennis had a series, like a a interview series that he did, like, I don't know, eight, eight, nine years ago. And he spoke to Ken Welsh and it's only a little about half an hour. And I listened to the entire thing. They never talk about Reno and the Doc. How dare they? I know. Uh, and so I, I tried to find stuff out about this movie because you cannot watch this movie and not go, what and did I, I just watch? Yeah. Right. And what is like, this? I need to know why. Why did yeah, this why? happen? Yeah. Exactly. All this is the best I could get because there's just nothing out there about Reno and the doc. Well, there is now because yeah. we've got this little episode here. So, we do. So there's right. at least that. And hopefully that. somebody's going to make that 2K restoration and we're going to mm-hmm. get some answers to why this movie is so unusual. And yet we have to get to our final question, which is 
does this movie queef? Uh, because we don't like to say that a movie slaps because that's that's we we just listen to two songs that slap. Mm-hmm. So Erica's uh, it's my legacy. Her version of it's that is to say, well, maybe the movie queefs. So let's go around and find out. Does this queef we, mark? We need to give Dan context too. That a queef, oh, yes, go is ahead. A positive thing. Okay. We are queef positive. Yeah, as our pal Lauren Flans yes, <laughs> coined yes, for us. We are queef positive. <laughs> if it queefs, it's a positive. It's surprising. Okay. It's unexpected. It's satisfying. Yeah, you know, it's. Yes, uh, Mark. <laughs> does this movie queef? You, I'm Ryan. so glad. I'm so. I'm so glad we're not explaining anymore. Um, yeah. <laughs> I was going to join in. It's like, why am yeah. I explaining anything? Yeah. I shouldn't explain. Pop this in. Is, What's it like? This is. I don't. I have no clue. I uh, anything I would say would be something you have told me about it. But uh, Mark, mm, mm. Uh, I think this queefs hard. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Deep, deep yes. queef here. Deep, Loud, a yeah. deep. Deep, deep loud, loud queef. queef. Nice. Yeah. Damn, yeah. what do you think? I mean, it opens with a fart. <laughs> <laughs> and um, ends? And it ends with, yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> um, Erica, does this queef? That's three queefs, baby. Three queefs. Yeah. <laughs> I am going to say, I think this gets a dog queef. Okay. I what? I think the dog, the dog queef. Squeef? I don't know, but that's the thing. I don't think I could just do a traditional yes or no, and it has to be something unusual and oh, fitting for this film. True. Right. So yeah. I think this Surprising. gets a dog queef. That, okay. that is a big surprise. <laughs> don't explain it. You don't need to. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> Dan, thank you so much for yes, joining thank us. You. Thank, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for joining us and bringing us Reno and the doc. We hope that you will. uh... You're welcome. (laughs) I hope people will watch it. Go check Mm -hmm. it out. If you can. Yeah, if you can. Dan, we're on YouTube as of right now. As of right now, it is now available. Go get it uh, at the Crud Buddies uh, YouTube page, I believe. Toss a link in the description. Dan, where can people (laughs) find you? Tell us about where people can find you. Uh, yeah, you can go to back-row.com, which is a website that I contribute to. I do podcasts there. Carlo and I do a series called Cream of the Cred sometimes, where we talk about Blu-rays and movies we've been watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can go there, or you can follow me on Twitter and Letterboxd at, and this is very easy to say and remember, Y-C-K-M-D underscore. <laughs> <laughs> and what is going on right now on Notes from the Back Row? Is there anything coming up that you want to talk about? Our hundredth episode is coming up and we are <gasps> hey, at a standstill hey. of not knowing what to, to do. Oh, so we're just, we're in pressure. like weeks long prep of like, should it be something or should we just do a hangout or yeah, we're figuring it out. But um yeah there's a podcast feed up there there's lots of like write, writing and stuff from people on there about movies yeah just check out backdashrow.com awesome awesome thank you again for coming on to the new world pictures podcast oh, with this amazing film you. go check it out i mean amazing in a lot of ways yeah. i mean that yeah. in very this amazing action film let's be this clear am- yeah. <laughs> this incredible action film action pack reno and the doc um Rate and review us if you can. Also, follow us on Letterboxd as well as Dan. We'll see you next time on the New World Pictures Podcast. Bye, everybody. Bye. Good little piece of forever.